I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey there, and welcome to Your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And today, our episode is filled with some great things that we're going to bring you this summer. Not not we, Your Utah, (laughs) but that Utah will bring you, uh, one of which is the Living Traditions. It's an art festival. Um, It's coming up right away. It's this weekend. Yeah, it's this weekend. And then we're also going to introduce the Red Butte Concert Series, the Outdoor Concert Series, which is kicking off on Tuesday and goes all summer long. And if you don't know, you're going to want to know about this. Yeah, the Red Butte Concert Series are legendary. Mm -hmm. Uh, But first, let's talk living traditions. Now, I actually been to living traditions before, but it was was a listener on Twitter that teed this up for us. So... uh, so, you know, thanks very much, Heath. It was Heath Wads that uh, teed this up for us and said, hey, you need to talk about this. And I looked at it and I thought, yes, we do need to talk Good about job, it. Good job, Heath. Uh, the Living Traditions Festival has been going on for some time. It's uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And it is at Washington Square in downtown Salt Lake City, which is that distance between the, you know, the city council, county building and the library. So if you get to the new library, you're there, basically. It's mm-hmm. that whole area. And it is a cultural celebration that brings all the different cultures that are here and presents the food and the music and the art. So it's really awesome. It's a cool opportunity to try a lot of different foods from all over the world. Oh, that is really cool. I had no idea. They really pull out all the stops because, you know, we have this uh, refugee community here that's been growing since... I mean, really, since the 80s, we started picking up a lot of refugees, and then mm-hmm. it really ramped up in the 90s with the problems in Central Africa and the war in Southeast uh, Europe, and it's just kind of grown ever since. And so we have this kind of, in this you know stereotypically kind of white Western place, we have this crash of, of the world's cultures, and they're represented here at Living Traditions. And it's cool. It's, it's fun. You see a lot of neat things. It does sound cool. I had never heard of it, and when you said it, honestly... I was kind of bored when you announced it. Yeah. <laughs> but after... <laughs> Maybe I should have just got straight to the food, right? Yeah, food will always excite me. But um, did you know the second uh, highest kind of religious culture in Utah? Is No. I, what is it? It's Greek. Is it really Greek? Uh-huh. I guess that makes some sense because the Greeks do have a large cultural and social footprint here. Mm-hmm. A lot of prominent uh, businesses. Yep. They arrived here very early on and their family took over and yeah, a lot yeah. of Greek restaurants here. Well, Crown Burgers is, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, they sell burgers. It's got some Greek influence. Well, yeah, if you look at the menu, it's uh-huh. half half of it's Greek. Yeah. Not in Greek, but Greek food, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But I suspect there's going to be some Greek stuff here at Living Traditions. But uh, anyway, it is if you go to livingtraditionsfestival.com, you can see all the different events. And then they've got they list all the different stage events, all the different booths, things like that. So you can kind of pick and choose what you want to see. And you just roll up and it's free. I was just going to ask you, if, is yeah. there a cost? No, totally free. So just get there. Come in on tracks or there's always lots of parking there, street parking. And then, of course, there's underground parking at the library. I love that Utah has so many things going on all the time, especially, you know, out in that area, Washington Square. I feel like all summer long they have some sort of festival or, you know, just something that keeps us all busy and cultural. I I think it is very cool. And and I have a I have some experience with this Living Traditions Festival and it it actually was – it was meaning, very meaningful to me at the time, and I still remember it fondly. It was I didn't perform or anything, mm-hmm. and uh, but I was working with a lot of refugees. And now this was a long time ago, and there was one man from Sudan who had come to Salt Lake as a refugee. And in Sudan, he had been a very well known traditional music traditional musician. Mm-hmm. So very well known. You heard him on the radio. He had albums out, you know, playing this traditional music of Sudan. And but here he was. I think he was working as a janitor. Yeah. Just... You know, and and I met him in his first several months here in Salt Lake. And someone pointed him out to me and said, hey, you know, that guy's a famous musician in Sudan. So I kind of checked it out. And so we hooked him up with a grant that helped him get some instruments. And then. He played at the Living Traditions Festival. That is so cool. It was fantastic. And do you know if he's still there or what? Uh, I don't know. I should look him up. I can't. I can. I could. I could with just a little research kind of find him again. Yeah, and, you should find out. And uh, if he's still here in the Salt Lake area, it'd, it'd be certainly be easy to contact him. I, I would hope that he's still playing the Living Traditions Festival because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching him. Not just because it was cool to hear like some really different music, but. Yeah. It was also neat to know the backstory. You should try to find him. It would be cool to have him on the show. I should, huh? All right. All right. Do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to look him up. I'm going to see if we can find him. But we're going to grab a quick break in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to bring you a great summertime activity that's kind of close to Taylor's heart. This is a favorite of hers. It is the always, always fantastic Red Butte Garden Outdoor Concert Series. It starts very, very soon. We'll give you all the info when we come back. Welcome back. Your Utah is bringing you all the great things along the Wasatch Front for you and your family, you and your friends. Just get out, do some awesome things. Taylor, let's talk Red Butte Garden Outdoor Concert Series. It starts on Tuesday, May 23rd is the first one. So it's coming right up. Yes. And the first one is, I mean, they are launching this with a bang. Yeah. Because they've got Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Ian Anderson is an original member of Jethro Tull. And as far as I can tell, the longest serving member of Jethro Tull, the only guy who's been with the band like from day one. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to be here playing Jethro Tull. Yeah. He's the guy that does the flute. Yep. There's a picture right on the website. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. So if you are not familiar with Red Butte Concert Series, it's a highly coveted uh, amphitheater for Huge, huge artists and bands to perform at. But also, they include a lot of local stuff and kind of up and coming. 
the the guy that um, that runs the booking and and sets up all the shows is just incredible. He yeah. owns the stateroom and he is the one that coordinates all the people that go on at Red Butte. And he does a fantastic job with the yes. lineup every year. I'm just blown away. Big big names, big yeah. acts. Yeah, and and. It's a real eclectic variety. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of different kinds of things. Because you've got Jethro Tull, but you've also uh, you've also got uh, Santana. Yeah, Santana's going to be there. Uh, you've also got hold on, uh, Herbie Hancock. <laughs> but then you know they've got some other. You, they like to fit a whole variety, so they get a different audience. So you'll see Jason Mraz there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Dispatch is going to be there this year. Drive-by truckers. Yes, I'm going to that one. Are you really drive-by truckers? I've been following them for years, yeah. <laughs> then the another one that I think would be really cool is the Utah Symphony is doing John Williams, a night of John Williams music there. Oh, cool. So it'll be the Utah Symphony at Red yeah. Butte. Um, also, back to drive-by truckers, <laughs> one of it. the uh, members that used to be in Drive-By Truckers, he went solo. So he's also going to be playing a really? completely different show. Jason Isbell. Oh, that's awesome. Uh-huh. So how many times have you seen Drive-By Truckers in pers- like live, do you think? Have you ever seen them live? Or yeah, just- yeah. I've seen them um, at, least, at least five, probably more. Okay. Do you have your tickets yet? Uh, no, because... Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, um, my, my boyfriend's mom is... is Thinking about getting them for us. <laughs> oh, you're giving her a chance. All right. Well, to make sure she gets on it because because yeah. the one thing about Red Butte Garden Outdoor Concert Series is that you're better off not waiting. Yeah, yeah. Because definitely. it's not the world's largest amphitheater. Yep. And more of these shows will sell out than do not over the course of the summer. Wouldn't you say that's the case? Yeah, definitely. Because a, a majority of these shows will sell out completely. Um and even ones that are already in August are sold out. You know, the head and the heart is sold out. Decemberists, um ZZ Top. ZZ Top. I love that I love that they booked Herbie Hancock and ZZ Top yes. at the same amphitheater and they are, you know, ten <gasps> days apart. Cheryl Crow Cheryl is Crow. not sold out. <laughs> Okay, jump right on there. Um, jump right on there. If there is a show, you go on to the website and you look through the lineup and there's a show that you want to go to, but it is sold out. Have no fear. Okay. Because tell me. Tickets can also be kind of pricey and for the person that is on a budget, they don't want to spend that much money to, you know, to go to one of these shows. But behind Red Butte is a trail that leads up to a hill and up that hill you can see the stage and then and get up there you can yeah it's a less than five minute hike depending on how far you want to get up there and it's crowded with people you know people set up picnic blankets and bring you know bring picnics and have their own kind of parties up there so there's like a secondary audience yeah yeah i had no idea it's the the outliers the (laughs) the broke kids up there (laughs) um but no you'll see families up there it's completely you know, it totally depends on the audience, yeah, or on that's, the on the show. That's interesting. I because I've been to lots of shows there, mm-hmm. but I haven't ever bothered. I guess to stand up and look behind and look yeah, up and yeah. see. Uh, and then you can hear everything perfectly because of the way the amphitheater is set up and the mountain behind it. I mean, it's perfect. You well, yeah, because the stage is pointed right at that hill. Exactly, it's just pointed right up mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, I I totally totally get that. You know where else? <laughs> People do that is Deer Valley. 
Oh, really? Yeah, at the at the snow park, the little snow park amphitheater there, at the at the base on kind of the, I guess that Park City side mm-hmm. of Deer Valley. Oh, okay. And where they have the new funicular train and everything like that, and they've they set up a an amphitheater that looks up the hill, mm-hmm. and you sit up on the hill. But they've got the orange gates. They've got the orange fencing up around the ticket area. But then beyond that is kind of, you know, know, people kind of walk up there and hang out. Although at Deer Valley, the run that it's on, because you're sitting on a ski run, it kind of flattens out. So when you get up beyond the gate, you actually lose a view of the stage very, very quickly. Oh, okay. So you can't really see Mm -hmm. so much. much, But, yeah, people, uh, we were up there for one band. I think it was for, I can't remember, but there there were two bands playing and, and in between the bands, all these people started showing up with with uh, cases of beer. They started walking up and kind of building this little camp up there. <laughs> yeah. They were there to see, I want to say it was Smash Mouth or something like that. It was the second <laughs> band. I thought, yeah, this seems like it was a bunch of guys who just loved Smash Mouth, and now they're you know mm-hmm. in you know in their in their thirties and yeah, and they're all yeah, mm-hmm. just like old days. Uh, one good thing about um, you know going the sneaky route, which it's not illegal, by the way. You know, at some places, it's, like uh, I know at Red Rocks in Colorado, you can get fined up to $1,000 for hiking behind a show. Mm-hmm. But at Red Butte, it's completely legal. You'll not get in trouble. There's security guards that wave to you on your way up there. It's an open trail. <laughs> open trail. Um, and the good thing about it is you can bring your dog up there. Oh. So there's anytime I go up there, there's people with their dogs running around. It's Hanging out. It's very laid back. It's Yeah, it's a good way to do it if you don't or can't get into a show. Okay, well, there you go. The website is redbuttegarden.org slash concerts. Yeah. If you just Google Red Butte Garden Concerts, then it, Yeah, it'll come up. It, it'll pop right up, mm-hmm. so you won't have any kind of problems. And then go, and it, this is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, prompted us to invest in some outdoor concert chairs. Oh, yeah, really nice. I got some, too. So I'm going to have to buy tickets to at least one of these. We have cause we have camping chairs, but then we have the outdoor concert chairs. Yeah. So we're like, no, uh-huh. we, don't, we don't take the outdoor you concert gotta go chairs camping. You've got to go the low camping. back. <laughs> yeah, and we don't want to show up smelling like campfire and have all this True. dirt and dust True. on it. You're so, so considerate, Ethan. Well, you know, I want to want to have a good experience. So we don't take the concert chairs camping, and we don't take the camping chairs concerting. Mm-hmm. There's balance. That's the balance in my life. Life lessons from Ethan. Right. <laughs> New segment on your Utah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little, a little fluty kind of music there to accompany it. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you get out there this weekend and all summer and enjoy your Utah.